Hoots and led into the straight, went to the centre of the track, leads from Medina D, then came Seller Girl, Falconica, from within going to the inside, Invincible Star running on fairly, Lloyd starts to get busy on Hootson, and I reckon there's a bit of a kick there, there's a real kick, Hootson at the 100 metres, leads, here's Chauffeur screaming home, Hootson in front, she needs the post, she got it, Hootson! And favourite punters were cheering for the Queensland filly that was absolutely flying at the time. Jeff Lloyd crossed from an outside gate and you heard David Fowler's broadcast there. I am invincible, the sire. What's very interesting about Hootson, who cost 105000 at the Magic Millions, so Toby Edmonds trained the sire for a period of time and he trained mum for a period of time, set to unleash. That's very unique, isn't it? Toby, good morning. Morning, Steve. How are you? Good, thing. You don't see that very often. Um, yeah, well, I was I was working for John Thompson at the time um, in the Patnak um, days, and we had her in our stable over here at um, Bundle. And Set to unleash. That's yeah. right, yeah. And um, she, that's one of the main reasons why I actually looked at um, Hudson at the sale, because I knew the mayor, obviously knew the stallion, so, uh, yeah, that all fitted in. Just back to the stallion. Uh, tell me about a bit about his story. You're involved with the selection process, from what I understand, with Ray Gall, who had I Am Invincible early days. And we'll never forget that explosive win at Warwick Farm when you were training the horse. Yeah, so um, Trevor Lobb was then working for Ingham's, or Woodlands, Woodlands Stud, and uh, advised Ray he should go and look at the, uh, the now horse I Am Invincible. Um, it was by Invincible Spirit. Uh, out of a mare called Canarell, I think it was. Um, and Ray said, asked me, I said, well, go and have a look at it, and if you like it, we'll buy it. And um, gives a budget of 50 grand, I think, to buy him. Um, and we were able to purchase him for a bit over budget, 62500 So So um, he was a beautiful colt um, as a yearling. Um, Big, strong horse. Massive uh, horse. Trent sent me a photo this morning, your son Trent. He's yeah. a massive horse. How yeah. big was he? So he's like 500, 580 kilos as an as early season two-year-old. Big horse. But small hooves. Yeah, he had really, really small small feet, like size two two feet. So he structurally he was, he was good. His feet were always an issue. We had to actually build a cast a, a cast on his feet to give him a bit more platform under, underneath him. So... Um, um, Farrow done a pretty good job in that regard and um, we were fortunate enough to get a two-year-old win out of him and then he was stakes placed at his next run behind forensics, I believe. Yeah, he only had a handful of starts. Of course, the latter part of his career mm. ended up with uh, Peter Morgan. He won in South Australia as well. I think a couple in Melbourne, a couple for you in yeah, Sydney. Well, he went from me to John Hawks. John Hawks won, won uh, at Warwick Farm and then Hawksy sort of moved him on and he went down to Peter Morgan and Peter Morgan had a bit of luck with him. He, he used to get those problem horses. Yeah, he used the water walker and, and different different training techniques uh, with him that suited at that time. So um, he did a pretty, really good job with him. So this is extraordinary. So less than $63,000 originally. Yeah. Then I think Garriman picked him up for less than a million. Was it around six hundred thousand or something like that. Um, I think. Um, I think. At the t- I think um, the total was a million. So half the rate, rate kept half, and they kept half. So five hundred thousand they picked up. So they picked for. now to send one mare, one yeah. mare to him, mm. three hundred grand, three hundred and twenty-five maybe. It's extraordinary. Yeah, yeah. He's um, look, you know, and I think he's he's. 
and all the good judges would have to, and they will admit, because I heard them all talk about how he couldn't possibly any be be a stallion, you know, and he just defied all all logic. His pedigree wasn't that strong on the damn side, um, although Invincible Spirit was a well, well, he was a he was like Dane Hill in 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 Europe. Um, Invincible Spirit was the sire, his dad, um, and for this horse to to do what he's done is, I think, has defied all the all the good judges, all the logic. Even though the horse is such a great, um, he had a great physique and he was a great type. So um, yeah, I don't want to rub salt into the wound, but that would be if he served two hundred mares, sixty million dollars. Yeah, one season, sixty million. Yeah, that's you um, had the chance to buy a share at one stage, and Ray said no. He wouldn't let me in. Yeah, unfortunately. Mm. But I will say... You still wake up in a cold sweat sometimes? No, but in fairness to him, I wanted to geld it. So um, he was such a a big, big cold at the time. And and Ray did try to syndicate him a number of times and couldn't get anyone into him, end up racing him himself. So uh, uh, to Ray's credit, he wouldn't wouldn't let me geld it. So that's, you know, it is what it is now. Just in regards to Hoots, and she had amazing leg speed, as we talked about when she crossed in the millions and won. This Exceller, I mean, that's running tomorrow in Brisbane, she's got a whips of pace too, hasn't she? She has got, but um, uh, she needs to manage that a little bit now. Um, we don't want her to be sort of that one-dimensional type fast-running filly. She's got a really good turn of foot, and we, we do work her um, in company behind horses, and, and uh, we've tried to teach her to button off a bit, which um, seems to be working. Uh, but you might have to use the speed here from the yeah, gate. Yeah, yeah, well, that's uh, unfortunate. I would have loved just to have drawn soft and there to be a bit more speed than what looks on paper. Um, Tony's horse looks to lead, and possibly we go and sit over outside it, maybe. But um, uh, that'll be up to the rider, obviously. To a Barbie sister from the inside. That's right. Yeah, it's drawn softly, so it's going to get a, you know, it's going to get a pretty soft run in front. I think we can work our way over at our leisure. Um, I don't think we have to really bang her into it. So, um, you know, it might work out okay. Yeah, because even her trial prior to her first start, uh, mm. she led in on her first start, of course, and very deceptive finish. She got nailed on the line. Behind a subsequent winner as well, that form holds up, hold, has held up well. I've talked about Divine Forces come out after that yeah. and won. Yeah, you know, I thought um, we went into that race. I was very confident. I, I, I thought I knew she was nowhere near ready, um, although physically she looked fit. And streamlined, she's, she doesn't carry much condition. Um, but she got into that race with minimal work, um, although she did try well at Bow Desert. Um, everything was speed at the time. So, uh, as I mentioned previously, we've just tried to bring her back a peg and um, just get her to use that turn of foot in the in the straight. We did it in a jump out here the other day, and that seemed to work. Um, yeah, but getting back to, to her first run, she was in front like one stride before the line and one stride after the line so she was very unlucky. Did you think she'd won? Many did. I did. I did not. I thought, she, I thought she'd got beat. I, was right, I watched the races at Eagle Farm right on the line and I, I did think she'd got beaten. Um, but you know, um, that's that's one of them things in racing that you can't you can't have back and um, you know, she's going to be good filling I'm sure. So she's she, a lot fitter now is what you're saying? Um, I, yeah, I think, well she's definitely a lot fitter with, with um, we give her a freshen for a couple of weeks out at Newington where she was stable of a night and she went out in the paddock of a day. She's quite busy anyway, so she didn't she put on a bit of condition, not not um, not a great deal. She's not you know, she's not a she's not a five hundred twenty kilo. No, but I was all. there with her this morning, Trent was showing me and she's mm. a lovely you know, she's put her head over, she's yeah, really she actually, yeah. and she's a she's a good type of filly, um mm. and she'll only get better with uh, in time, you know, in six months, twelve months time she'll be a quality uh, quality filly, I feel. And oh, that's right, the so. stallions, um Alabama Express, uh, he could be, um, I won't preempt it, but he's, 
I think he's had five runners now for six winners. He's Jeez. he's off the charts. He's 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 done a um, first first season two year old. Where's he just, standing? He stands at Yulong in Victoria. For how much? Um, he's not much. Thirty grand maybe. Okay. It won't be thirty grand next year. No, not after your comments. They're putting it up as as we're talking. No, well, they won't <laughs> listen to me. But the race the racetrack performances are where where, where it's all yeah. at, and he's a he's had a stakes winner. Well, that good cold of gazers by Alabama Express. Um, uh, the one at Rose Hill from yeah, the outside. The flying machine. Yeah, he yeah. goes. He goes very quick. Yeah. All right. Well, that's Excellus. So no official trials, but you were saying that you've yeah, done plenty of work. And did you think about maybe taking it a boat? Is it for those official trials recently to send it around? Well, that was Tuesday. Tuesday? It was just. A, it was just a bit quick, and we'd had the course proper open here for um, for a gallop, and I just thought, well. You know, I can get just as much out of out of here as I, as I can out there and carting her all the way out there and then back up on Saturday. All right, so she just needs that extra money. You know, she picks that up here, and uh, do you then go straight to the minions, or what do you do um, with Excella? Yeah, I think the plan would be, well, she'd go back to back to Julian's farm for a, a week or two um, and get ready for the the week before. She would, she'd run the Phillies race the week before and... Um, you know, if we're qualified and everything goes goes to plan, well, she'd run in the means the, the week after. We know there's been lots of those uh, winners in the past 10, 20 years that have raced the week before and backed up and got the money. Yeah, well, I think Hootson kicked it off um, that year. And, and Daryl Hansen's. Uh, I'm not sure about that Le one. Chef was yeah. another one. Well, I don't think he raced the week before. I think he raced at Ipswich or somewhere, Le Chef. Yeah. But uh, certainly Sunlight the year after. That's Tony, right. Tony McAvoy followed the yeah. same path. So, um, yeah, it seems to work. And I think... Uh, They've got to have a decent gallop anyway, you know, somewhere the week before, and and why not why not do it over here? Give her a good look at the track, bit of race day experience again, and um, and then go home and have a pretty soft week leading into Millions Day. And we talked about Hoots and you know her mum. You're involved with Set to Unleash, and you're involved with the mother of Excella here from Tezza. Yeah, so um, we were training quite a few horses for John Camilleri, and um, this. This mare, Pronteza, was with Robert Smurden um, down at Caulfield, and she was quite a, um, I think she was a, a pretty bad bleeder. And um, we got her and were able to um, win, I don't know, win a couple of races. Certainly won a, a race at Dermot on the heavy track yeah. by, by 100 yards. Uh, Jeff Lloyd rode her that day. and um, But she was a mare that could gallop. You know, she was very, very sharp. And hence why I wanted to look at her. I like, I like um, buying, um, I like buying, Yearlings out of out of good running mares that you know that probably weren't top grade, top class, but certainly had a pedigree to back it up as all um, all John Camilleri's horses do. Yeah, because that Prontez's mum is that very talented Ross Stover, who Steve right. Richards trained, and she yep. was brilliant her first couple of yeah, starts. Yeah, yeah. So um, you know, John's probably well, he's, he he bred Winks, and and he's probably one of the best breeders in the, in the country. So um, most of his stuff's well thought out, and um, love uh, you know I love buying buying stuff out of that generation. Yeah. Top what did you have to pay like, for her? Because she was late in the sale. We paid two twenty, I think, or two twenty five. She was lot one two one five. Yeah, once again we only had had like hundred and fifty to spend on her and um uh through the Lucky Clover guys they, they had a budget of hundred and fifty. Um and Chris Casey and I were sitting there at the table and I was sort of sitting behind him and um he dropped out at one fifty so I, I chimed in and we end up getting it for two twenty, I think it was, yeah. Of course, Paul Felgate's involved. He's been greyhound racing. He's been involved with some talented horses over the years. Yeah, Paul's a big, big stable supporter, and um, obviously, likes a bet too. Yeah, yeah, he sends me through his all ups all the time. <laughs> he does it to I, me I, as I well. I can't, 
I can't follow him, but anyway, he seems but to have I've done my luck. backside or something. He'll send me a, say, oh, I just won a couple of grand on this. It's so beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's Excella anyway. Good luck with her. Um, Toby, just reflecting on your career, I was just reiterating with your son Trent this morning, you know, how you came from very humble beginnings. You're actually a mechanic in the early days. Was it a diesel mechanic with cars and things Toyota, like that? Actually, a Toyota mechanic. So Toyota I, did, mechanic? I, did my, I did my apprenticeship. I was made to get an apprenticeship. My dad, when I left school in year 10... I didn't have an apprenticeship. Um, I was actually working in the fruit shop at um, at Scone. Um, I remember, still to this day, him walking in to the afternoon shift at the at the fruit shop, saying, um, "Righto, uh, you've got a job next door. You have got to start tomorrow morning." So he went and got me an apprenticeship. He did, I don't know how he done at it. At the mechanics. He, yeah. So and, and I go and I, I worked for four or five years there, and before I went on to um, work for Neville Beg for a period of time before I started training uh, back home in Scone. Was emancipation there then? Emancipation just retired. We had um, we had appreciation. We had generation. Generation was much good. Appreciation was okay. What about Telesto and that family? Telesto's after after me. He okay. was he was, but certainly we had St Clair uh, there. That was was that that same family? Yeah. So she fraternity is she's the dam of I think St Clair's the dam of um, Telesto and she? fraternity and, those and fraternity always yeah. missed the kick. Yeah. So look, Neville Neville Big was a, a great trainer, um, great Phillies trainer, um, really um, really good to me. I he must have thought I was some sort of pest because I must have asked asked him a million questions. Uh, I love being around him. I love being in the feed room and he's doing the feeds up and we'd chat and, and um, to, he's one of the one of racing's true gentlemen. Look at his son now. He's going he's Graham, very yeah, well. Graham's, you know, Graham's a great trainer as well um, and, and, a, and a champion guy uh, to boot. Of course, time was snowed and a guy called Daryl Williams in the early days. Daryl Williams? Yeah. You found Daryl, did you? No, I never worked for Daryl, but um, oh. Daryl's from Scone. He's a, he's a bit of a lad, and um, <laughs> okay. he sort of, sort of was training sort of when I started, started to kick off as well. Okay. And just with Snowden, now when he took the main job, of course, that was all sent shockwaves through racing. Is that mm. where about you started when so, Peter took that main job? Yeah. I, I was working in Sydney at the time, and Peter and I were friendly, um, quite friendly, and... Um, they he sort of told me that I'm going to work in Sydney for um, Jack and Bobbingham, and um, I decided then to leave uh, Neville Beggs and move back to Scone and get a, get a license. And Peter actually gave me a couple of horses. Actually, um, one of the horses he gave me was one of David Bath's, or, or which was um, uh, the Grand Dam of Schwarzier. So she was my first winner, a mare called Pensive Which Moot. track was it? Uh, Tamworth. Won a, she won a, um, a progressive I think, handicap at, I think it was a progressive, they called it back then, a mile race at, at Tamworth. It was, uh, it was my first winner. Barry Gatenby rode it and um, went to the front and won, won easily. And um, to boot, she's the dam, her grand dam of Schwarzier. Wow. And, of course, then you are involved in Padanak and then time passed. You made the decision to move up to Queensland. You've had some wonderful horses along the way. I, I know I talk about him a lot, but Chapel Dancer, uh, he was just a war horse. All those cups you won up in North mm. Queensland involved with Alan Cowie riding him. Yeah, so that was a good... Um, that's back in the late 90s, so uh starting to show my age a bit now. But, um, yeah, I started training in 1988, so it's been a long journey. Um, it hasn't always been... Um, well, it's not easy. It's still not easy. It's, it's a tough game, and... Um, been, I've been fortunate in the latter part to have some nice horses, had some good support for, from some good clients. Um, I said, you know, Bill Mitchell has been, um, you know, when I 
finished with Padanac and and started back over here at Bundle. We had three horses, um, and um, I was friendly with Bill Mitchell. And um, after a period of time, I was fortunate enough to I think I bought one off him. And and next thing, um, he sent me quite a few of uh, the Sedgino cast-offs. That's right, and you you got wins out of a lot of them. Yeah, What's so, the mare that you got? Uh, you know, it started with G, was it? Um, in the early days, in those colours, some seasons ago, anyway, I can't think of a name, but you won a lot of races. Yeah, so we week had, after week with yeah, those colours. You went to filly called Winter Bride. Uh, she came up from Sydney. She she was Group One placed in New Zealand. We took her over there. Uh, she won one at Caulfield. Won won two Group race at Caulfield. She'd won. You know, she was a, she was a really good filly for us, and uh, they've been they were really good supporters, and they still got horses with us to this day. Although they've branched out a bit more now, um, got horses with Tony Gollan, Obviously, um, they're supporting a lot of the people that are buying off them more so than you know concentrating on having one trainer. So, um, but we thank them for their support, and we wouldn't be where we are today without them. Mm, and of course, Trent being your son involved as well, you know the yeah, it's yeah, been a, yeah. been a good ride, and yeah. um, you know he's done a good job for for a long period of time, and um, uh, he'll continue and uh, continue on, and, and he'll do well whatever he does. There's a gentleman I ran into this morning. I was having a chat to him, and every stable has a couple of these gentlemen where they're retired. They just love being around the horses, and he mm. sits there in the middle of your stable complex here at the Cold Coast every morning. He tells me Curly's his nickname. I don't know what his real name is. He used to raise some horses, but and he has some shares in horses over the years but and, uh, but he's, he's there every morning he just loves being around that stable environment gets up and comes yeah, in for com- coffee he, and he comes in for a coffee yeah. and a, has about 25 cigarettes and and um talks to everyone that walks past and whoever's happy to happy to chat to him but yeah he's he's got um quite a few shares in 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 our stable so uh, he's been a great supporter him and barbara yeah thanks for coming along Tom. Thanks, Steve. Toby Edmonds uh, joining us. So we'll look out for that filly who's got any amount of speed, uh, Aisola. That's how we say it, Tony. Aisola, yeah, running tomorrow at the feature program in Brisbane.